Okay. Hello, beautiful people. I am Haley Helveston. Welcome back. My podcast, Your Guide to Love, is all about holistic health, sacred sexuality, and spirituality. I have Anya Grace here today. She is a feminine energy coach and founder of Elevated Woman. I love her work on YouTube. Welcome. Thank you so much, Haley. So happy to be here. Yes, you're welcome. So I think this could not be better timing than doing this video now because we're being forced to slow down, get more into the feminine. So tell us more about what you do. Yeah, um, I do online trainings and one-on-one -on -one work that really helps women get into an experiential understanding of what feminine energy really is and what our value is as women on this planet, especially right now, um, because there's been a lot of programming and brainwashing and ultimately manipulation that has caused us uh, and, and everywhere from the food that we eat, the water we drink, how we exercise, the diets that we've taken part in, um, and the, the mindsets that we have toward our work and our lifestyle, all of it ultimately has been guiding us farther and farther away from our divine feminine spiritual truth and divine feminine spiritual power. And so, I mean, I ultimately see it as, a, um, you know, the, the most valuable energy that exists on, on this planet is this creative sexual potential. And we all hold that as individuals, as humans, and especially um, the physical embodiment of the feminine in the, in the body of a woman, we, we do hold a very certain, a certain frequency, a certain substance of energy that's very valuable. Um, and so this energy, it's, we've been trained to not understand that value and that power. So my work is ultimately in helping women completely eradicate those programs so that, that we can reveal the, the power that we really hold. Mm. Yeah, definitely. Because I feel like I've noticed, and I've definitely felt this in my own life, with feeling lost with how do I tap deeper into the feminine, get into my intuition to really attract the desires that I have. And so what would you say to women that they want to tap more into their intuition? Because I feel like there's mixed messaging on that too. Yeah. What are some of the messages that you've heard that you feel are mixed? I'm just curious. Well, I feel like there's this, you know, the people that are super spiritual that say just focus on numbers or astrology or meditation. Mm -hmm. so I feel like there's so many different paths now. Mm -hmm. And I think that women find it hard to figure out which path. And like I'm, per, you know, I'm a coach too. And so I have a client currently that she even got confused with what is feminine. Is feminine just, I need to put on lipstick and dress pretty? Like, what is that? Mm -hmm. And so I think that that's confusing too, because I personally think that it, it's really, it has nothing to do with lipstick and wearing your, you know? <laughs> yeah, totally. Okay, that's perfect clarification. So to me, feminine, feminine energy so we have masculine and feminine energy, and then we have this duality, this non-duality, which is sort of the oneness. You know, the way I like to see it is we, we, we're all receiving the same sunlight. We're all receiving the same air. We're all receiving the same, ultimately, water. We're all receiving the same substance. 
but how that substance gets assimilated and expressed through us is different um, depending on, on how we receive it. So let's see, how do I say this? Feminine energy, energy itself is um, everything in this physical world, even if it seems to be unmoving and contracted and hard is actually still made of energy. It's just very consolidated and dense. Energy is feminine. Feminine energy is everything. <laughs> um, so it's, it's kind of hard to kind of grasp it a little bit, but everything that we actually look like holds a subtle vibration. And vibration itself is like sexual energy, and that is the goddess energy. So everything in the physical world is, everything that's in physical form is the feminine, Shakti. Our awareness of, of it, our awareness, my ability to touch this and know that I'm, and be aware that I'm touching this couch, our, my awareness of the way that I look on the screen right now or the way that this space around me looks and how I feel in it, the awareness, me witnessing this experience is the masculine power that we hold. So it's funny we say masculine energy and feminine energy, and it's more masculine awareness and feminine energy. It's, it's I mean, we can say like masculine energy is the penetrative, action-oriented, um, you know, focused energy, but it's, when it comes down to it, it's, it's um, a little bit more metaphysical than that. And to get back to your question, intuition, you know, I really think this is an important question. Actually, I love how you how you stated it and this confusion point because, yeah, there's a lot of stimulus on the external, and anything that pulls us out of our own experience and brings our focus on something that's outside of us, even if it's this interview, or even if it's you know something a really beautiful article on Instagram, you're still moving your energy outward and you're still in your masculine energy in that moment, penetrating your awareness outside of yourself. When you bring your awareness inward and you close your eyes and you breathe deeply and you relax your body and you begin to feel what's going on physically, you begin to notice where there's tightness, where there's openness, where there's charge, where there's neutrality, you begin to notice what's happening on the internal. There's, an, there's a whole world that's as deep, if not deeper, than, than this physical world. And yet we spend, you know, so much of our time, so much of our waking time engaged in the external. Mm -hmm. So intuition is developed when we, when we recognize every single thing that we take in is a penetration. It's a thrust. It's our awareness dropping a seed into our subconsciousness, which is our feminine power. It's the part of us that, it's why vision boards work <laughs> and by, why um, you know, mind movies work and why you can, it's why affirmations work. It's because when we intentionally program ourselves with beautiful images, thoughts, and words, we are literally impregnating ourselves with something that we actually want to birth. But there's also programs that are coming into our consciousness that are fear-based or programs that are saying your value is in your physical body or, you know, and all of those programs are, are we're, we're still, most women, those programs haven't been deleted. 
And so we are doing the work. We're doing, we are unconsciously perpetuating the disempowerment of the feminine by not deleting the programs that are not here to serve us. So I hope that that helps. That's kind of a tangent, but intuition happens when you learn to quiet the external noise, basically say no to any penetration of thought that doesn't cause you to feel good and listen deep within as to what would actually feel good for me in this moment and, and unwaveringly, unapologetically live life in that way. Mm, I love that you said that. What would feel good for me in this moment? Because that's something that, I mean, who, who's asking that? You know? Mm -hmm. Wow. Okay, and especially because now people's root chakras are like, like, you know, <laughs> so they don't even feel, they're in their heads. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Even to the point of, you know, diet, exercise, body image, food has always been a big thing for me. Like when I was little, I struggled so much for 10 years, probably of my life, I struggled. And I've gotten to a point where it doesn't feel good for me to eat three meals a day. It doesn't feel good for me to snack. It doesn't feel good for me to eat mostly vegetables. <laughs> it feels good for me to eat like no more than two or three foods food combinations at a time. Feels good to me to eat like most of the time, two meals a day. Feels good to me to fast till 11 a.m., 1 p.m. or 3 p.m. That's my body. It feels good to me to wait until I'm really hungry to eat. It feels good to me to, you know, there's all these things that when we actually learn to listen, we create a life that's literally designed directly for us. And it has nothing to do with the messages and the information that's on the outside. So that's, that's unlocking this goddess power. And I think in every given moment, we are either, the goddess is talking to us. And she doesn't speak through words most of the time. She speaks through feeling, feeling and emotion. And if, if, if we feel good, she's feeling good. And she's saying, green light go. <laughs> you're on the right track. This is the track to your highest potential. If you're in a relationship and you're not feeling good, or if you just ate something and you're not feeling good, you have a stomach ache, or you just pushed yourself in a workout and now you're exhausted and you feel bad, that's the message, that's the wisdom of the goddess showing up as a physical feeling in your body, saying, red light, stop, redirect, reorient. Let's, I, I'm, I'm only causing this pain in your life right now. You know, I'm only causing you to not feel good in this relationship or not feel good in this housing situation or not feel good in this job because I love you so much and I'm not going to allow us to go down a path that isn't in alignment with our truth. Mm. I love that. And we're taught to ignore that. You know, or like for me, I was on an antidepressant. And so it's like, oh, let me just take my and like completely numb it out. Mm. Exactly. The pharmaceutical industry, uh, exactly, precisely, is the, you know, and then that's what I'm saying. There's, there really are these, these subtle ways where we're not just programmed by, we're not just programmed, but we're also poisoned into suppression and poisoned into numbness and poisoned into, the pharmaceutical industry is the 
epitome of the suppression of the feminine because it's, it's covering up the symptoms, even depression and anxiety are messages from the goddess saying something's not quite right here. And I, it might be a mysterious, you know, it might take a while to unfold what needs to come into alignment, but something's not right here. And therefore I'm not going to show up and feel good until we get into alignment. So if, you know, the, it's like, it's the suppressed, and I'm not saying it's all bad. It's not all bad, but, but we, when we, when we don't actually go into the body and go into the pain points, we don't, we don't receive the initiation. When we go through a heartbreak and we go through it sober and we, and we don't numb out through alcohol or drugs or other men or whatever, blah, 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 and we, and we feel the heartbreak and we literally hold ourselves in the deepest pain, there is initiation that happens and power that's received through that process. So when we are sick or we, um, we have a pain, a recurring pain in the body, and we actually go into the mysterious feeling that we're experiencing and we sit with it, we go through an initiation, we actually gain wisdom through that experience. But when we cover it up or we suppress, we are missing out on elevating to our highest potential. Mm. Because I actually think that self-hate is a big sign. Whoa, I'm out of alignment. What am I doing? But that's another thing that people try to avoid. Self-hate. Yeah, or any of those emotions that are so-called negative, they're actually signs, or from what you're saying. Just got chills. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Exactly. And I, I, my whole thing right now is in relationship. How often do we actually... You know, um, my partner and I just spent, we literally spent four days just not talking, separate away from each other. We could have talked, but we literally took a break of communicating what is, and what that allowed was for us both to, it ultimately was a detox from codependency and a mm. detox from enmeshment. How often do we in relationship do that you know it's sort of like acupuncture or massage it's like the medicine before you need the, it's it's the um what's the word when you when you support your uh, preventative health care it's like preventative care in a relationship to get back into alignment before it gets to before it gets way out of alignment mm -hmm. you know? and how often do couples truly recognize that the problem is not the relationship. The problem is not the other person. The problem is that we've stepped out of alignment. Both of us have stepped out of alignment with our own self. So the work right here right now is to take space to get back into alignment individually. And then we remember that we come together and it's 100% plus 100%, not 50% plus 50%. It's a whole nother playing field. It's a whole nother experience of life. So right now, for me, what I'm really, really anchoring in is remembering that our happiness, our fulfillment, our health has absolutely nothing to do 
with the friend that you just had a falling out with, with the friend who you feel is not showing up the way you want, but the way you're, you know, has nothing to do with the external, has everything to do with how we are taking responsibility for our alignment. It's very much Abraham Hicks, law of attraction stuff that like that specific message, but it's so key. Mm, yes. No, I love Abraham. Um, I think, yes, that is so, so key that you said, because I think that so many times, Especially now, I've seen a lot of people posting about, oh, I'm so lonely. If only I was in a relationship, this would make quarantine better. But maybe you're by yourself because you're, you need to get more in alignment to then attract the person. Exactly. <laughs> That's exactly the question we said the other day. It's like the high priestess is always alone. The high priestess archetype of the divine feminine, she exists in this, in this like that empire, dynasty, castle, sanctuary, priestess temple at the very top of a mountain and it's literally like no one can actually even see it because she's at such an elevated frequency it's almost like how we can only see 10 percent of reality she's mm. in the other 90 percent like we she's at such a heightened spiritual power and frequency of divine feminine that when most of the world can't even recognize her so we can the people that are in quarantine alone right now the women that are in alone right now in quarantine I mean, that was a lot of, that was a lot of my life. <laughs> That's been a lot of my life is being alone, really. But when I recognize that, that aloneness all one time, it was actually an opportunity for me to connect to my absolute highest spiritual truth and power. And then when it was time to manifest, I was manifesting from that frequency. And then you can attract the highest level of, of, of love, the highest level of divine masculine energy into your life or whatever it is that you're attracting, you can, you can do it from that place of true alignment. Mm. I love that because it's not, cause sometimes I hate how these dating coaches and people are like, Oh, you just need to date more people. You know, you just haven't met the right person or no, you need to date in person. It's like all that is BS when you're, what you're saying, when you're in your highest alignment, it doesn't matter whether it's online or in person, you're going to meet them. I have got, gotten to this new place in, in my coaching where I'm saying an elevated woman, we don't date. <laughs> Literally, we don't, we don't date in this work because we don't need to date. We don't need to spend our time figuring it out. What we're doing is living a life of it, in alignment. And that means we're active. We're doing what feels good to us. We may go on a date, we may meet someone as we're living our life, but it's way more effective if we're, man if we're working in the 5D level to, you know, dating to me, when I look back at the years that I was like really dating, I mean, some of it was fun and it was, you know, it was all perfect. It's all perfect. But it just hit me after I'm in relationship, I was like, wow, I never really needed to date. <laughs> I never really needed to spend that time trying to get something. What would have been way more effective would have been that I just live my life, show up in the external world, but do what feels good to me and not worry about it. And because um, even the energy of like needing to get out there to date is going against your feminine power which has a lot more, and this is, I know this is like pretty different than what every, and I used to say, go date, go have fun, blah, blah, blah. But I'm saying now we don't have to, that's not the only way to do it. You can also just get crystal clear about exactly what you want 
gets crystal clear about what you, what it looks like to live your life in the absolute highest alignment and then live that life, know exactly what you want in love and then trust, surrender and be open to receiving what comes in as a byproduct of your alignment. Oh, I love it. I think that is so, that's so great because I hate how, and I, I'm single currently, and I think that this is, quarantine's actually been a great thing because it brought up my, mm, I'm so lonely. Mm -hmm. And then it's also been like, no, this is great. Because I also think that that's why I was on an app and then I completely go off everything because it made me realize that it's not from a good space. You know, and then I'm all, I'm all, I'm attracting these people who are also lonely. It's like, no, I want to attract the highest alignment of person. So I really hope the women listening are, and the men too, are all doing that because I think that that's so key because then so many people are in relationships just as a place. Yeah, exactly. And if you want to attract, if you have wanted love to come into your life, if you have wanted to be financially free for a long time, if you have wanted you know, to lose weight for a long time and you've wanted and wished and hoped and spent hours on end talking to your friends in sessions with coaches and healers. If you have worked so hard and you have just wanted at the deepest, deepest level, there's a point where we recognize that that energy of hoping, wishing, wanting, desiring, that you think that if you just want it a little bit more, that the universe has to deliver it because you're, you're literally like sacrifice. You're going into pain to attract this thing. You, it's, it's the mindset of the universe has to feel that I'm, I want this so bad. And if I just want it even more, if I'm willing to, to feel even more pain about this, then, then, then the universe has to send it to me. Like why would the universe not send it to me? But it's sort of like when a child is wanting candy bar and begins by just asking, which is, you know, maybe 50, 50 chance of yes or no, but then spirals into tantrum <laughs> and the parent in, in their highest is likely not going to reward that behavior and perpetuate that behavior because, you know, the universe, the parent, our parent here, our, the universe doesn't, doesn't want us to feel bad. It's like people, you have all of the opportunities in the whole you have all the opportunities in the whole world you have access to all the feelings you want now you don't need the external to line up before you can feel this now like the, there's an incongruency it's also like the divine masculine too where we can in relationship again as women i think get into a pattern of asking for asking and asking and asking for more and more and more and more rather than appreciating all the amazing things that are being provided and it's sort of like in our life, we can get into this habit of asking and asking and asking for more and more and more and more without appreciating all the things that we have. And ultimately it turns off the masculine. Mm. In many ways, spirit, this, this guidance is sort of like this masculine gifting us, gifting us these things, bringing us these things, penetrating our life with these, with these gifts. And if we're not appreciative of that divine masculine energy that's flowing into our life, it's, it's going to be a little bit turned off by us. So point of everything I'm saying is the energy of wanting, wishing, hoping is literally 
the surest way to repel what you want because the universe feels it as that person doesn't have that. So you're, when you're saying, I want this so bad, you're really saying, I don't have this. And the universe is saying, okay, she doesn't have this. <laughs> she doesn't have this. She doesn't have this. I'm going to line up with, I'm going to match that frequency. There's nothing, it can only respond to the frequency that we're, that we're emitting. Just like in relationship, if we show up with so much self-love and respect and self-honor, our partner literally has to shift. It's in like a, on an energetic law level has to shift and vice versa. You know, my partner now, I've, I've elevated in ways that are, I mean, crazy quick ways, reached new levels of my power because he commands it. His presence commands it. <laughs> and I'm like, oh my gosh, I've never seen myself show up in this much power. But, but he commands it and vice versa in different ways. So if you're, if you're not in relationship or you're struggling with money or you're struggling with your diet, look at how many years and how many hours you've spent wishing for those things to shift and recognizing it hasn't shifted at this point. So that technique isn't working. So let's shift into a new technique of completely letting go of that yearning, needing energy and moving into a neutral, neutral, positive energy, neutral, positive, first get to neutral <laughs> satisfaction and, and appreciation. And that's going to be very, it's way more effective. Mm, I get what you're saying. Yeah. So that's the truth for any area, whether someone wants money, health, wealth, whatever it is. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Okay. So what would you say for women that are in that hyper masculine? And then what we're talking about, they don't even get any of it. That are in their hyper masculine. Yeah. Cause I attract a lot of women that are in corporate jobs, super masculine, and then they don't even understand any of what we're talking about. Mm. Mm hmm. I call that the, the, um, the rigid warrior archetype. And the powerful thing about the rigid warrior archetype is you actually, you do have the ability to create. You have, you have access to that ability to create. You've created success. You've created, um, you know, financial stability. You've created beautiful closet full of clothes. You've created material possessions. You've created community friendships, all of it. But where it, it, where it got misoriented was when you began to create from a place of um, when this, then that. And where it got misoriented was when you related your value to your physicality, which equals also what you own. That's not true feminine beauty. It's not true feminine power, and it's not true feminine um, value. What the masculine craves and what ultimately we each crave as women is to experience the nourishing, nurturing, warm, aligned, poised, refined, yet free intelligent, energetic, sexual femininity that every woman holds. 
what we crave as well as men, whether they know it or not, <laughs> are craving the feminine to be fully expressed and empowered because it's what this planet's missing. And, you know, even our, our, our parents, our mothers ne weren't necessarily embodied in that energy. I've done a lot of healing where I, um, <laughs> so funny. I feel like I'm like, do you ever, when you hang out with someone who has an accent, they ha start to have their accent. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I'm like doing that with you. It's so funny. Oh. <laughs> It's funny. <laughs> so anyway, I just noticed myself do that. <laughs> Where are you located? I'm in California. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, um, when, you know, I've done a lot of work where I imagine my mom, I've seen, I've seen it. I've do these visualizations where it's like, I see us as in like the wonder woman scene at the beginning in that, in that land of, you know, the um, Amazons, and it's just like, they're all so powerful and so fierce and so beautiful and just absolutely amazing. And I, I visualized my mom like on a horse and me on a horse, like just talking from that higher level where I actually get to experience her in her fullest beauty and her fullest power. Like we're all craving the divine feminine energy embodied in, in a truly powerful woman. We're craving that within ourselves. That's what men are truly craving. So for the woman who is in her masculine energy, the first thing to recognize is it where it went off, where it's sort of like, you know, we began to lose our power a little bit was when we associated beauty and value with success and external perfection. When really what's truly valuable of the feminine has nothing to do with that. Men, will choose over the rigid warrior, unfortunately, will most often go toward the other archetype, the other wounded archetype, which I call the, the um, voiceless beauty, over the rigid warrior, who the voiceless beauty is, is more the woman who she, she kind of attracts more abusive relationships, doesn't really have a voice, is very much in the people pleasing, um, often in relationship, <laughs> you know, doesn't have any problem attracting men or being in relationship or being with really attractive guys, but she's not necessarily honored in the way that she really wants to be. And she doesn't necessarily speak up for that. But men are more, more likely going to go toward that archetype than the rigid warrior simply because she's in her feminine polarity. And they crave being in the feminine, around the feminine polarity because they're already in the masculine. So we want to elevate from both rigid warrior and voiceless beauty and rise up to the elevated woman, which is you can go back, you know, you ultimately have the stability structure, strength, um, um, integrity, energy of the divine masculine within that is supporting the openness, the trust, the vulnerability, the heart of your divine feminine as well. So we want to have both, and that's the elevated woman. Um, so is that answering the question? Yes, it does. So basically, it's really just about balancing the energies within you and not right. being too in the feminine and not being, right? It's kind of like, I don't love to use the word balance. It's more intelligence because we don't want to come into balance because then it's, it's sort of neutral, but we want to be able to go full 100% masculine mode and full 100% feminine mode and and know on an intellectual level 
on a conscious level where we're at on that spectrum in any given moment. And with my, with my partner, be conscious that, okay, <laughs> I can like let down that part of me right now and soften and, and give him the gift of being able to him be in his masculine energy and I get to be fully in my feminine. Or in moments where, you know, these beautiful moments where he lets his guard down and he lets his soft heart ultimately rise up, which is very rare in his life, you know, but that I then get to be a feminine, I get to still be feminine, but I'm, I'm also space holding. So it's just like, we're, we're constantly on that. It's not, we're not balancing, but we're dynamic and intelligent in that process. Um, so for the woman who feels like she's really deeply in her masculine energy, the biggest thing to do is to get um, to, to go to rehab <laughs> around the thought pattern that your value is in your external perfection and to move toward the truth, which is that your value is your essence. Your value is your energy. It's the fact that there's never, ever, ever going to be another woman who looks like you, who speaks like you, who has your voice, who has the, the tone that you feel. Think about two, two different friends right now and recognize that they, they both have different energies. One friend has a, a, this certain frequency energy signature and another friend has a totally different one. You are that too. You have your own signature that your friends can only get when they're with you, that your that your partner can only get with you. That's your value. That's what we get to root into um, to attract what we want, you know, very, very easily. Mm, yes, I love that. Because it's almost like, and obviously I think most people are aware of this now, but women are taught, I used to be in underwriting, which is total opposite of what I'm doing now. But um, underwriting and insurance, like, I don't know, this was probably five years ago now. And, you know, wearing the pantsuit. And I thought that I had to kind of act like a guy to get the income I wanted and to get the respect. And I think now, now our society is realizing that that's so all, especially what you just said. Yeah. Where all of the programs that... It, it's sort of like even... Um, I, I studied neuroscience in school and I was part of... I really wanted to be a part of this thing called, I was in the science and spirituality world for a while and I thought it was the coolest thing ever and I, you know, had all these goals to be a part of this world and bridge science and meditation and yoga and I did, I was in that world for a solid six years or so, seven years and then, um, and then at a certain point having to stick in the science world became so limiting to my power having to prove what I was experiencing on a spiritual level via science was really like, I started to lose interest in it. It started to become really distasteful to me because I was like, if, if, if someone is, is going to take me serious only because I can prove this on a scientific level, then I'm actually not that interested in talking to them because that's a very limited masculine view that doesn't honor the power of the feminine wisdom, which is, not necessarily logical or reasonable. It's the wisdom of the intuition and the unseen and the mysticism and the magic. That to me is just as real, but it's so even, even the valuing of science over art or science over, you know, these things, it's like, 
it's it's more of the suppression of the feminine look at any area of life really and and it, i can always drop back to this pattern of the exploitation or the suppression of shakti which is divine mm -hmm. feminine power and the, the most important thing to recognize is that if you know we don't often ask ourselves why has the suppression of the feminine happened why has the exploitation of sexual energy happened on this planet for so long why and if you really take a moment to, to be with that question and recognize that, well, A, if something's on the market, or if there's a, there's a need to extract something from someone or take something from someone or push it down, it means that there's a power there that's valuable. And so this value that is being exploited, this value that's being suppressed and hidden and, and you know, we don't want you to understand how powerful you are, really, is the, is the energy of it. But right now, all of that is falling away. And we're realizing the eight to five, you know, my value is in my success, this rat race. It's, we're all realizing how crazy we were a little bit in that. Mm -hmm. I think we're collectively feeling relief a little bit that oh, we're forced to get out of that rat race for a moment and, and connect to truth. So all of these things are falling down and, and this is a really pivotal, powerful moment in history. It's very good for the feminine. Mm, yes. Okay. So what would you want to leave everybody with? Let's see. I think we'll just, I'll leave everyone with this. We can do one or two minutes of just activating feminine power and this is for men too it's, i mean if you're not integrated if you're not uh, able to access this energy within yourself it's you are choosing your own limitation so it's it's really about again being able to access both polarities and non-duality all at once so what we'll do is just put your hand over your heart or even your fingertips sometimes i just like to do my fingertips because it's very soft and softness gentleness is very feminine so Just gently touching your chest, maybe tapping. And just notice how even if you just tap your chest or even tickle your chest a little bit, tickle your heart center. This, there's a power to gentleness. That rain, that water, fire, earth, air and ether all have the power to create massive destruction. We've seen it in natural disasters. But that the essence of each element that makes up this 3D physical world, everything is the goddess in this 3D, the essence of this 3D world, the essence of a flame, the essence of a drop of water, the essence of a piece of sand, the essence of um, wind, air, and ether is soft. And so it's not the hardness of the elements that is creating the destruction. It's actually the softest that is creating transformation. So if there's anything in your life right now that you know you would like to transform, perhaps for the first time in your life, rather than approaching it from the perspective of resistance or destruction or rejection, 
rather getting into this place in your body that you feel tight or sad or contracted or doubt, pain, self-loathing, anything. And get in there with your feminine wisdom, with this energy of love and compassion. And allow the softest of this element of your spirit and your attention and your energy to begin the transformation process. Just in this last moment here, really allowing any area that's physically tight or any emotion that's causing there to be contraction, to just get in there and really soften, allow it to relax. You are impenetrable, you are untouchable, you are protected by this softness, by this truth, by this frequency of love that you carry and hold. And this is true power and this is true value, this is true beauty. And if you spend time being in this frequency on a daily basis, this is what awakens your feminine power more than anything else. Bowing into your heart center, honoring the goddess, honoring this center within you that holds immense creative potential. And so it is. Mm, and so it is. <laughs> that was great. Mm. Okay, so where can everybody find you? Um, you can uh, find me on YouTube. If you go to Anya Grace, um, and find me there. You can, um, I have a lot of videos on Helena Hart's channel. You can also follow me on Instagram at The Elevated Woman. And if you're interested in going deeper into the work, you can reach out to me through my website, elevatedwomantraining.com. And there's also trainings up there that you can buy and do on your own. So um, my highest recommendation is to do the Feminine Elevation System, which is a three-month mentoring program where you go super deep, and that's a powerful, powerful experience, but there's lots of different resources available. Mm, okay, cool. Well, thank you so much for joining me. I thought this was a great conversation for everybody, and it was really needed with everything going on, so yeah. everyone be sure to comment below or DM either us on Instagram, let us know your thoughts. And thank you. Thank you so much, Haley.